Before the show starts, I would like to inform you that we are not being sponsored by Arnie's Deep Fried Subs anymore. Yeah, if you listen to our last episode, at the end, um, I started to have what my doctor has uh, is now calling a grease-induced blackout. And uh, I actually fell into a flavor coma for about a week. Um, it was pretty touch-and-go, but uh, when I came to again, uh, my doctor did inform me that if I didn't stop eating these deep-fried subs, uh, I was going to need a heart transplant maybe within the next year. So... You know, on top of that, uh, it was found out that Arnie, the founder of Arnie's Deep Fried Subs, may have been involved in that, uh, you know, that um, government takeover over last in January. Uh, he was one of the first people to storm the Capitol. Eh, that's just not the image I want for this family podcast. We have a new sponsor and you'll hear for them later. <laughs> I said that! You told me that's what to say! But for now, here's the intro to the show! On this episode of Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing, you know that new podcast sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Hello, welcome back to Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing. I'm Quinn. I'm Matt. And today we, and this week we, in this time we. <laughs> are you distracted by your fruit snacks? No. What are these fruit snacks? Oh, these, oh, what a time to be alive. Assorted spring flavors made with real fruit juice. Okay, so the assorted flavors of spring. Here, turn one. Open your mouth. What? No, I can feed myself, thank you. Um. Okay, what? What would you? What are the? What are the flavors of spring? There's no indication here what that might be. I'm, I'm eating this. It doesn't taste like anything. What well, tastes like something? It tastes uh, good. There's apple juice in it. You know, when spring comes, I like to pour myself a big glass of apple juice. When you get to be 42, you don't drink enough, like, apple juice. I love apple juice. I do, too. You know, a big... And now that you say the word... You said apple juice, all I can taste is, like, apple juice. But, like, um, like a big frosty glass of apple juice. Well, this week we watch Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, we, we're burying the lead. We watch Back to the Future, which is huge. You know, Quinn... Um, I'm going to ask you a question in a moment, uh, which is something we do on the podcast. We ask each other questions. But, you know, last episode I mentioned those the three Gs. Remember them? Goonies, Gremlins, and Ghostbusters. Those were three movies that, to borrow a phrase from Netflix, those were the movies that made me. Um, and that, plus, I don't think it was last week. I don't think we did one last week. Well, you know, I meant last episode. Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's keep a... Let's not give away all our secrets. Maybe we'll do an episode where you give away all our podcast secrets, like that we actually use a phone to record into. Whoops! Um, But those were the movies that I always think kind of made me the movie fan that I am. I loved those three movies, but for a lot of people, Back to the Future is that movie. And I was always like, yeah, Back to the Future, I like it, it's fine. Um, It didn't blow my mind. But you know what, watching it, um, well, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but watching it last night with you, maybe it was watching it with you, um... It's really a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's so great. It deserves all everybody's um, deep, unwavering admiration. But um, this is what I this is what I'm getting to. Oh. You actually picked the movie. <laughs> she just looked like I did. 
She actually requested that we watch Back to the Future too. However, now I'm not sure I should even ask this question. What made you ask to see Back to the Future? What did you heard about it before? I didn't even ask to watch Back to the Future. You went, you went in, um, you emailed me one day, and you were like, "Would you like to watch Back to the Future?" And I was like, "I had no idea what you were talking about." And I was like, "Sure." Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's fun to listen to a podcast where the pot, where the podcast hosts fight. I especially don't think it's fun when it's a father and daughter. That never happened. <laughs> Quinn said, Dad, can we watch Back to the Future? And I went, yeah, that sounds great. And I put it on our list. Um, you know, originally the idea of this podcast was we would take turns picking things. And it got you to be... talking. I'll be right back with my computer. It got to be where I... Um, I seem to be picking everything. So I thought it was really cool that Quinn came out and said, Hey, um, I'd like to watch Back to the Future. However, she is now... Th- this is weird. She's getting her computer because she's going to prove some kind of point that I'm the one who suggested it uh, when that never happened. So this would be something I would commonly edit from the podcast. Uh, but I want you to see... I want you to be here when my nine-year-old is proved... Right completely wrong because this is a disgusting portrayal of lies i am offended so deeply not even an apple juice flavored gummy will make me feel better i already finished those you can look this up but what the people listen to our podcast for is to hear us talk about movies and so we watched um back to the future and um i actually have a fun question to ask quinn but i'm gonna wait until this Farce is done. <laughs> Speaking of this email, why don't we talk about our email? Oh, well, yeah, it's a perfect time to bring up that uh, we have an email address, and it's heymattandq at gmail.com. You can write to us um, about anything, really. If you have a movie suggestion, yeah, give it to us. If you have a TV suggestion, uh, if you have uh, some sort of food suggestion, uh, we do a little segment now and again called Matt and Quinn Eat a Thing. Uh, I, we got a couple of those in the can ready to ready to be published at some point. And when I say by the can, I don't mean that they're stuffed in a toilet. We just have them recorded and ready to go when we need some filler. Uh, so we'll eat things. We'll talk about things we watched. Um, you know, send us an email. So that's heymattandq at gmail.com. Pretty good. Are you already bored? I'll get back to the future next if you want. Sound good? Okay. Yes, and I forgot my divider royalties. It is in my (laughs) desk. It is at my desk. Well, regardless of how it happened, we watched... See? I can't prove it! It says it! Okay. It's because you brought it up one night. What's not? Um, Okay. Regardless... <clears throat> of how it happened. We watched Back to the Future. And Quinn, I have a question for you. Yes? If you had to go back in time and help your peeping Tom father win the heart of the cutest girl in town, uh, and of course I'm describing... He was cute. I'm describing Me. Back to the Future, not your own parents. Uh, what would you do to help? Um... Now, before... But actually, before you answer that, while I was asking that, you said she was cute. Of course, we're talking I about Leah. She wasn't cute. Why, Leah Thompson? I'm cute. <laughs> and what I saw was not me. So. Wow, this is a master class in narcissism. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Back to the Future is about the coolest kid in the world 
Marty McFly, and he's best friends with an old man, Doc Brown. That's kind of weird, Quinn. Um, when you Doc th- E. Brown. When you think about your best friends, are any of them an old man? <laughs> Don't yeah. say me. You and Papa. So you consider us old man friends? Yeah. Well, Marty's old man friend is also like a mad scientist, and he has created a time, a machine, time machine out of a DeLorean. And, it's a DeLorean uh, car. A car, yes. And uh, somehow... Uh, well, not somehow. I do know. We watched it. <laughs> uh, Marty ends up going back in time to when his own parents were in high school. And he sort of disrupts time by getting involved in his mom and dad's meet cute. And he ends up being the, um, you know, the, so- uh, the source of his mom's desire, which is a very weird thing to say on a family podcast. What did you think about that, Quinn, about how his teenage mother... Fell seemed to have fallen child. in love with her child. What? How? That's really creepy. Yeah, it's a little creepy, right? So that kind of adds. You know, Marty's already stranded in the past because he needs plutonium mm-hmm. to get the time machine to get him back to uh, the future, as they say, uh, which uh, proves to be a little difficult in 1955. Um, but on top of that is the problem that he's completely ruined. His his parents uh, getting together, and which could mean that he and his brother and sister uh, never existed. Yeah. So he, on top of that, he's got a lot of things he has to deal with when he's in the past. And uh, let's talk about... Um, well, let me first talk about what Quinn said about Marty McFly at the very beginning. She said he looks like a, an adult who's dressing like a child to fit in with other children. And I told her, no, that's just how people in the 80s dressed. Well, I really enjoyed Back to the Future. Um, I did have one question that really, you know, I never thought about it before. But uh, in the beginning, we meet his brother who uh, is working at um, at Burger King or some sort of fast food uh, restaurant. So he's really not made a lot of himself. In, in fact, no, nobody in the family's really made a lot of themselves because George McFly was was kind of a pushover and a little sci-fi uh, weirdo in high school, which is perfectly fine. But he also was kind of like a pushover with no real ambition. His principal described him as a slacker. Um, but, you know, in meeting his... Um, and befriending his son, uh, he was instilled with a lot more confidence. And that means the future has been changed, but in a good way. Uh, when Marty returns, his house has nicer furnishings. Um, they're clearly in a different tax bracket. They look a lot better. They look a lot better. They're healthier. Um. They don't eat their son's fast food all the time. (laughs) So, but what's interesting is his brother now is no longer working at a fast food restaurant, which is a fine job, by the way. Um, but he's dressed in a suit. And when Marty goes outside, uh, or um, comes into the uh, uh, kitchen nook the next morning, uh, his brother and sister are eating breakfast, and, his, and his, his brother's dressed in a very nice suit. And he says to his brother, well, what are you wearing? And he goes, well, Marty, what are you talking about? I always wear a suit to work. And uh, what I thought was strange was, for all the nice furnishings, and everybody looks healthy, and his brother obviously has a, a, has a corporate job where he's making more money, he's more successful... Uh, why is he still living at home? I don't know. <laughs> that part, they're that part adults. was weird. But yeah, they're they're straight up adults, uh, and he's still. Living, but you know what? It, people live at home um, with their parents, and that's just fine. 
Uh, so anyway, the other thing I wanted to um, bring to Quinn's attention is how um, how um, Back to the Future was the prototype for Rick and Morty. And it is kind of funny. Like, you see it there, you know. Um, I, you know, Doc, Doc Brown. Looks like... Yeah, Rick is sort of uh, Doc if, if Doc had a drinking problem. And wasn't smart. <laughs> no, Rick is super smart. That's good. Uh, um, yeah, Rick is super smart. Um, and, uh, but, and then Marty is... Um, Marty's super cool. I mean, Marty, Marty plays the song Power of Love with his band in front of Huey Lewis and does a really good job. Except Huey, that's right. Except Huey Lewis, of course, tells him that his band's too loud, but, uh, there's a lot of other things, um, about back to the future. They're great, but kids at home, go tell your parents right now, rent me back to the future or, or stream back to the future for me. And then get, and then right after that, watch it during the day and yell at your parents to watch back to the future too. It doesn't work though. (laughs) I'm not a Back to the Future machine. I can't just dole out Back to the Futures whenever someone asks. Um, but um, I feel like I've talked a lot. Quinn, uh, did you like Back to the Future? I loved Back to the Future. It was what, amazing. What parts did you like? I Any favorite parts? I liked at the very end when, um, when, what's his name, used to be um, really mean to um, oh, Biff. George. Yeah. And now he's waxing the car. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah, Biff, um, the bully in high school. Who always was having George do his homework, you know, after Marty kind of gave George some confidence boosters and George, uh, what, ends up, what, punching Biff in the face? Yeah. Apparently that's all it took to turn Biff into a little... Or he did a lot more Yeah, maybe that, that was yeah. during sure. of his time. Maybe that was just the beginning. Yeah. This is certainly kind of uh, a sad little town. I mean, because they're all still there and... Yeah still associated with each other but but you got to look beyond that because like i told quinn several times during the movie don't overthink a time travel movie yeah i think i did <laughs> you got to where you were overthinking it yeah Uh-oh. um any other parts you really liked um um kind of I liked when he invented the skateboard oh yeah we learned marty mcfly uh invented the skateboard he also uh he also helped uh, invent rock and roll music, which is a little problematic, but we won't the, get in. <laughs> it wasn't right for the 1955. Right. We're not going to get into uh, ex- that, those issues. But I like that, too. I, I, I particularly like the scene where he has um, dinner with his mom's family. Oh, yeah. And do you know... You look familiar. Do I know your mother? Yeah, I, I I think you do. <laughs> that part's really funny, and it just it shows how funny Michael J. Fox is, and it's great. And of course, we've mentioned Doc, but Christopher Lloyd, classic uh, as Doc. I also like the movie a lot too. Um, I was telling Quinn, I you know I keep adding, th- I just keep remembering things. We used to have Back to the Future two on tape from TV, and I used to watch that a lot as well, and and have always said I like that one more. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching the second one, uh, the real second one. I've only ever seen the version I taped from TV. and it doesn't uh, show everything. Oh, yeah, which doesn't show all the extreme violence, I'm sure. <laughs> Does that movie have swear words? Does that movie have swear words? I'm going to guess that Back to the Future 2 has swear words. In fact, Back to the Future 1 has some swear words. Nothing, nothing Quinn two. hasn't heard. Nothing that I haven't heard. 
Sorry. Nothing that we'll utter on this family podcast. Um, but typically in a sequel, I feel like, especially in horror sequels, when uh, they try to up everything, like the violence is upped, the swearing, the nudity, the... I don't know. Every, every, every kind of like deviant act is upped in the second part. I don't know if that's the same for like for like um, sci-fi comedies, but maybe. I gotta tell you, I say I've seen Back to the Future 2 and a lot. I, I can't remember anything that happens. I think Biff is flying around using some sort of uh, sports almanac. Don't write in if I'm wrong. Please don't. <laughs> Please do! Because I don't care. No, don't listen to her. Um, I'll listen be, uh, to me! I'll be, um, we'll be watching it uh, in a future podcast. And Just don't spoil anything. Yeah, don't send us. Yeah, don't send us emails because I don't want any spoilers. Wait, uh, send us emails if you have an idea, though. An idea of what the movie's about? No, no, not about the movie. I'm talking about the movie right now. We did that already. They sent their ideas. I don't want any more of your ideas. Stop sending ideas. Uh, anyway, I want to say I also liked the movie, and uh, I think that's um, all we're going to talk about. I think it's probably time uh, that you guys at home hear from our new sponsor. It's my favorite sponsor now. Uh, it's one of my favorite sponsors, too. They're helping me get back onto the road of recovery. I've almost worked all that grease out of my system. And I know today's sponsor is going to help me do that even more effectively. So we'll be right back with a brand new segment that I think you guys are going to love. watch a thing. What's the hardest part about eating carrots? Why preparing them, of course. First you got to pull them out of the dirt, which can lead to dirty fingernails and hands. Then you got to wash them, and with the price of water going through the roof, some families just can't afford dirt-free veggies. Then there's the cutting, removing the green stuff, biting off rabbits. It's a hassle most people don't need. That's right, Quinn. Hi, I'm someone else. You're probably asking, well, why don't you just buy a bag of baby carrots? They're already washed, prepared, and ready to eat. Uh, baby carrots? What are we going to start eating next? Baby dogs? <laughs> I don't think so. Bun Bun Box takes all the hassle out of carrot stick preparation and does it for you. With a Bun Bun Box subscription, you will receive a box of fresh, clean, rectangular cut carrots, carrot sticks, perfect for after-school snacks, housewarming parties, or office holiday parties. Just visit bunbunbox.edu backslash carrotfan 7924596 backslash free websites backslash special underscore offer underscore code the word underscore dot com and enter our promo code Matt and Quinn Carrot a Thing and your first box of carrot sticks will arrive half price. Bun Bun Box is the fun and easy way to eat carrot sticks. All right. As a lot of you know, we are um, having a new studio built and we'll be moving very soon. Yay. But, uh, yay, I'm excited too. But part of that, um, you know, moving is, is cleaning out things and deciding what you're going to move with and what you're going to throw away. And we've really been involved in that, haven't we? In just a second. Uh, this, is, this is called a setup, and I'll let you... Uh, so when I was going through my desk, deciding what to keep and what to throw away, because I'm getting rid of a, a desk I've had for a good long time, and so it's full of little 
secrets and and uh, and crap. <laughs> hey, that's what mom calls all my stuff. And she does. Oh, that's not nice. How does that make you feel? I don't really care. You, you don't care. Well, one of the things I found when I was cleaning out my desk was something that I believe I was gifted when I graduated high school. And what is it, Gwen? They are fifty-two things to try once in your life. I have a question, Dad. Yeah. What does R with a circle around it mean? It's like a trademark thing. So 52 is a trademark. <laughs> Someone has trademarked the, the uh, number 52. So if, if you can do me a favor, stop saying the number 52 because we have to pay money to yeah. that company uh, or if that person right every, time, every time we say the word 52, which I've said again. Dad! Uh, I don't we, even have... Does it really matter? <laughs> it, uh, well, no, but this money's coming out of your college fund. What? So what it is is a pack of cards, that, and Quinn said yes, it's um, the two numbers uh, of things to try once in your life and written by Lynn Gordon. And so what I thought would be fun... Oh, well, let me read the back here to kind of tell you what Lynn's idea was for these cards. <laughs> so... These whimsically illustrated cards will inspire you to do things you've to do the things you've always wanted to try at least once in your life. Oh, so that's exciting. Okay. So you can use this deck to realize your fantasies, spice up your life, spice up your life, <laughs> uh, stretch your limits, and rediscover your joie de vivre, which is uh, it's French for joy and verve i don't know what it means spice of life <laughs> perfect for thrill seekers that Ooh. that describes us armchair adventurers <laughs> sure and intellectual heavyweights and i'm definitely an intellectual heavyweight um and i think this was probably given to me when i graduated like hey you're graduating you're becoming an adult you're moving to the next level here's some things that you should try at least once. So what me and Quinn are going to be doing in this segment, that you know, we'll we'll revisit it now and again whenever we don't have a Muppet question or we're not eating a thing. Uh, we will randomly uh, spread the cards out, close our eyes, and choose one and discuss it. So we have chosen um, our first ones today. However, um, you know, if we choose one that we've actually done, we're going to put that to the side. and um, That we've both done. If one of us has done it, we'll keep it. Yes, exactly. If it's something... Very good, thank you. If it's something we've both done, we'll put it to the side. We'll discuss it shortly. Uh, um, and then we'll pick a different one until we get one that we have never done. So actually, Quinn today, um, the one she picked is uh, something she's never done. So that's cool. So she's got hers. But it took me three tries to pick. And so the ones me and Quinn have both done, and these are things Lynn Gordon says we should try once in our life. So are we going to tell them ours and then describe each of ours? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll see what... Can I go first then? In just a minute. Yeah, let me t do the ones that we've both done. Uh, if it fosters discussion, that'd be great for a podcast, which is about people talking. Um, so the first one I chose uh, is swim in the ocean. So... I've done that. Yes, as you can imagine, we're not going to talk about this very much because... Uh, Quinn and I have both um, have both done that. We both swam in the ocean. And uh, let me ask you though. Usually, I walk in the ocean though. Walk on the ocean. Ah, yes, people. I step can walk on, on water. the stone. <laughs> Flesh becomes water. Wood becomes bones. Remember that song? What? <laughs> Do you like swimming in the ocean? Uh, no. You don't. Why? No. I like swimming in a pool. You like swimming in a pool? What is it about the ocean that... It's safer. Safer? There's no sharks in pools. 
Well, I've seen a shark in a pool, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. I was like, I want to hear At that story. At an aquarium. Oh, that's not a pool where people jumping in the, <laughs> the tank with the yes. shark. Um, I saw a scuba diver in there. Oh, did? Oh. feed the shark. Are you for real? I'm for real. I mean, I know you did. I was on a field trip with Uncamp. Um, okay. That's cool. Camp Kiko Walk. Google. This I is all made up. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. I did. Folks, these these are dirty I got, lies. I didn't even you... brought my VTech watch to take pictures. No, oh, cool. Didn't you? Didn't you see? Didn't you see mermaids in a tank once? Yeah, and it was hilarious. Why? Because we were sitting there, and it looked like every time they were sitting up there before the show started mm -hmm. and what happened was the tails apparently kept floating off them and down into <laughs> the water and every time that happened the people had to like turn off the lights really dark so the person could swim down there and get the tail back oh on. Oh my gosh. It was with me and Pop-Pop and Dakota. Was it um so it was a show was it, it was feeding time for the mermaids? No it was <laughs> um it was like a mermaid show you know sometimes at the aquariums they yeah. have that little room where yeah, there's yeah. no really fish or anything and they just have they have the mermaid show where you kind of just go loop-de-loops and stuff okay well, that's cool their tails kept falling off and their tails so would, their tails would float off and then all of a sudden you'd be in pitch dark and you you would kind of see because they had like a little light on them yeah. so you could kind of see that light travel down to where that tail uh. was <laughs> And grab the tail and go up and put on the that, tail again. That is funny. And sad. I thought they had real mermaids doing those shows. Me too. Well, Quinn and I have have swum in the ocean. Oh, and or swam in the ocean. Um, and I, I wanted to say, personally, I love swimming in the ocean. Um, mm -mm. I I dig it. I, lo I love it very much. No, and uh, so I picked another one since we've done that. And, and wouldn't you know it, we've both done this one. <laughs> of course, uh, we uh, it's fly a kite. Also, um... I did that at the beach. I got Chewbacca up real high. Lynn Gordon, um... Why, why would we want to do these things just... I, well, I guess you're saying at least once. You can do these more than once. And uh, we've, we've flown many a kite. Your latest one was a Chewbacca. Is yeah. what it, and where did you do that? We went to the beach. Okay. And I'll mention about the beach when I get to mine. Oh, okay. We'll get there in just a second. In fact, we're about to get there. But Quinn and I have uh, both swum in the ocean. Swum... Swam is a word. Yeah, swam sounds better. We both swam in the ocean. We both flown a kite. So I did have pick one more, and I finally got one that I have not done yet. But Quinn, we're gonna go with yours. What is Lynn Gordon telling you? You should try at least once in your life. Skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. And uh, do you want to read the back of the card? Um, is sure. it appropriate for yeah. air? What does she say? On the back of each card, there's a little something written. I didn't read the first two because we're not. Because um, we've done them. So I don't. I, Lynn, I, I, no offense. You I, go through this one and tell me. Well, so Lynn says on the back of the skinny dipping card, which describe the picture here. It's a child. I, I hope not. It looks like a child. It's a grown man. Okay, it's a grown man with blue hair. Jumping off a rock into, like, a lake. Yes. With his butt covered by leaves. And I can only assume the area covered by leaves, he, he is wearing a bathing suit. No, because you're skinny dipping, Dad. Well, what's skinny dipping? When you're naked. And? You jump in a pool. There you go. 
It's not specifically it's when you're lake. naked. Because when I get in the shower, I'm not skinny dipping. <laughs> no, you're in the shower. Lynn says, in the ideal art-directed skinny dip scene, there is a perfect calm and clear lake lit by a full moon. Oh, so romantic. I knew that was a lake. <laughs> with, a, with a small dock on which you leave your Calvin Klein jeans. Oh, that ties in with the movie. Uh, his mom thought Marty's name was Calvin Klein because... Because he had purple underwear. Because <laughs> his purple underwears. So so you're you're slipping out of your Calvin Klein jeans and then slipping gracefully into the water. You discover a warm towel and a cup of tea awaiting your return as you slip back onto the dock without scraping your shins. Now, who's 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 crawling back onto the Well, who's putting that tea down for you and then leaving? <laughs> like, oh, is is Quinn out there skinny dipping? Oh, let me leave this tea here and then scuttle back off to the or house. they took the tea out before they started skinny. Maybe. But this says you discover a warm towel oh, and a cup of tea. So that means someone Just has, sitting at someone is secretly someone has secretly put a warm That's towel creepy. up for you. There's someone watching you. <laughs> George McFly is up in a tree watching you. Uh, although just short of aesthetic perfection, how about just finding a lake and a place to dump your clothes? Jump in. So this is saying just find a lake no matter where. <laughs> Strip all your clothes off and start skinny dipping. Question. Yeah, do is it appropriate? <laughs> yes. I want to tell you a story. Uh, so, is it appropriate? Kind of. Oh boy. So don't we were, use people's real names. I won't. Okay. I don't even know these people. Okay. So we were at the um we were at the condo one time. Um, uh, my parents own a condo. We do not. I don't want people to think we're highfalutin. We were down in the co- at my my grandparents' condo. Yes. And um, one night we were just watching something, and you know why? How sometimes I randomly go outside. <laughs> Sleepwalking? No, no, no. We were watching TV. Yes, there's a covered there's a covered porch, and Quinn likes to go outside. I went outside, and I think I know where this is going. Is this true? You, can, you know how you can see the pool? Yeah. I saw two um like old people skinny dipping. What? <laughs> oh my! Pop Pop used to be on the condo board, but and there uh, was a um. He's and, not anymore. We could report. And there was these a really loud oldies. radio. <laughs> going so two skinny dipping old people <laughs> yeah had a radio blasting yes that seems like the wrong thing to do when you're skinny dipping i think it was me and katie we went out there and we i told you not to use people's actual names <laughs> sorry well that is troubling yeah was it <laughs> i don't know where to go you from like here 78 Oh my gosh! That's old. That's pretty old. Well, uh, that is a shocking revelation. Uh, what was the radio playing? I don't know. I think it was Disney princess music. Oh God! See, I don't believe this story. Uh, Actually, with... I think that was from a different time we went down to the pool. A different time you saw people skinny dipping? No, a different time <laughs> that I saw. Um, that I just heard. Well, hey, these people were seventy-eight, pretty old. But you know what? They fit in a night of skinny dipping. At least once in their life. Although, I don't know. If they're that bold, they've probably skinny dipped a lot. Um, okay, well, that's interesting. Do you think you're going to take Lynn Gordon's suggestion and make skinny dipping one of the 52 things to try once in your life? Maybe. Okay. Well, let me reveal something very quickly, and then I don't want to talk about it beyond that. As I said earlier, we throw out the cards where Quint, both Quinn and I have done them, but we do not throw them out if only one of us has done them, and... Ladies and gentlemen, I've skinny dipped. And now let me move on. And I said, no, I, I, will, I will not take questions. Not even 
emailed questions. Hey, Dad. Um, Is this question related to what I just said? Why did you do skinny dipping? Well, because, as Lynn Gordon says, you've got to do it at least once in your life. You know what was really weird, though? When I got out, there was a hot towel and a uh, cup of tea waiting for me. So, I chose... I had to choose a third card, and I finally came to this great... um, This card. She's doing a lot as great as mine. Uh, It's a little different than yours, yes. (laughs) And uh, for w- w- something to try once in my life, apparently this is important enough to warrant a goal card. Or is... you just ran out of things to do and put your... You think Lynn ran out by this point? Yeah. Well, my suggestion for one thing I should try at least once, and this is something I should try. I might not succeed at it. Wait, are there numbers on it? No. That makes sense. Why? then you could tell if you ran out of Oh, I thought you meant, like, what order you're supposed to do them in. Because, like, if I just finished skinny dipping, I wouldn't want to get out and then do mine, which is feed a horse. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I've... Step in horse poop. Well, I've done more than step in horse poop. I've ridden a horse. Um, Wait, you said ooh. And when I said I'd done more, did you think I, like, fell face first? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I've ridden a horse. I feel like I can be honest with you. I feel like I have fed a horse. Um, I've rode a horse if it counts when you're at like a, a fair where they have like the things that are connected to. Well, like, that well that counts for riding a horse, but it doesn't count for feeding a horse. But I kind of got to. I had the chance to, but I decided. Well, in the back here it says feed an animal. Actually, feed a variety of animals. Here's the thing. Feed I feed, any animal. I've fed animals. Yeah, well, on here it says horses and goats have velvety muzzles. Great, why are you touching their mouth while they're eating? Giraffes have big tongues. I've seen that before. I don't need to feel it. They have purple tongues. No, 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 let me finish. And cows and cats have sandpapery tongues. I feed a cat every single day. You have to. I'm picking another card. This isn't fair. I didn't feed a horse. I thought they specifically meant, like, feed a horse a carrot. Perhaps a carrot stick from one of our um, bun bun boxes. Um, Wait, can I fan them out for you? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Quinn will be fanning the cards out so there's no shenanigans. Well, that didn't work out. Don't choose that one. We already did that one. Don't choose this one? Yeah, don't choose that one. <laughs> we already did that earlier before. Watch something grow. I've done that before. I've done it too. I've got to go to school. We're actually like... I'm taking this one out because we already did that earlier before that. Oh, but we should talk about it sometime. We don't Ooh. have to in this episode. I'll do something we haven't done. Dropping some dough. I don't know what that means. Okay. It means spending a large sum of money. Well, I just did that. Spot a house. Done that before. <laughs> oh, now, okay. Then let, this is a good one. So, um. I've done that before. Okay. Though. Hang on, hang on. So, for one one time in our, in your life, Lynn Gordon suggests um, that you drop some dough, which um, which means to spend a large sum of money doing something. So here are the things she suggests: take a hot air balloon ride. No thanks, afraid of heights. Skydive. Uh, see number one. Scuba dive. Uh, I've um, I've snorkeled. Uh, I didn't love it. Take an African safari. All right, I might do that. Retreat for a week of pampering at a health spa. Not interested. I don't like it when people touch me. Hire a personal assistant for a week. That would annoy the crap out of me. That would be nice. Start a large tropical fish aquarium. Too much responsibility. Now, Quinn, when I said hire a personal assistant, you said that would be nice. What would you have your personal assistant do? Everything. Tell me. Make it interesting. Everything. Every single thing for you? Yeah. 
Well, don't, I mean, don't you ignore most of your chores anyway? <laughs> Woo! Burn! That is true, though. <laughs> um, you said before that you've dropped a large sum of dough. Why don't you tell me about that? Or did you mean you dropped, like, pizza dough? I've dropped pizza dough on the floor. <laughs> Was that the <laughs> joke? Well, it's a good bit. You should talk loud and say it into the mic. <laughs> Quinn said she's dropped pizza dough on the floor. Did you then pick it up off the floor and make a pizza for us? Yeah. What? Totally. Um. I've never done that in my life. Hang on. So anyway, uh, I've actually done this one too. Legitimately what Lynn's talking about. Me and my wife did just buy a house, so. Finally. (laughs) Quinn picked this one and she thinks it's hilarious. I've never done it, and you've probably never done it. It's forgive your parents. (laughs) What do you mean I've never done it? I don't... Look, the only... You are a bad boy. No, no. Wait, do you understand what this means? So what this means is, like, your parents did something to you, and uh, it hurt you, and then you, um, you forgave them for it. I can't think of any... Look... You've hurt me, but I'm just kidding. Well, I don't want to think... Well, maybe maybe there's something I did that you haven't forgiven me for. I can't imagine what it is. The only thing... Making me do this podcast. I'm just kidding. Well, don't say that. I thought you like... I ask, I ask her a hundred times a week. Do you want to do... i just kidding. I know. Um, the only thing I think of that I did bad and I regret with you is when you were a little baby, you made me so mad and I threw a pillow at the wall and you, you started cry- wailing. <laughs> And that's, I've always felt bad about that, but you were so little, and I, I, all, I didn't throw a pillow at you. I threw it scared me. It did scare you. I threw it at the wall, and, uh, but, I mean, it'd be nice if you'd forgive me for that. I'd probably sleep better at night. I'm sorry for screaming at you. Well, no, you don't have to be sorry for being upset. I'm just, I'm asking for your forgiveness. Oh, you're forgiven? Thank you. That sounded so genuine. <laughs> uh, and I'm... Look, I can't, I'm not trying to say my life has been perfect, but I can't think of anything I need to forgive my parents for. I'll bring, I'll tell one story and then we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, My dad has always felt bad that in high school, I won a, an award for my uh, media writing class, which was the school newspaper. Uh, I won an award. uh, I guess, you know, I took it to mean that I was good, I was a good writer, which is would be my dream would be to just make money writing but um you know I, I barely write anymore but I won that award and the school had uh contacted my parents and and had just told them that one of their children was receiving an award at the at the awards uh ceremony and told them what time to be there and my parents decided because they assumed my sister was getting the award and because she'd gotten so many awards before they could probably skip it and so that day I was given an award and I came home with my media writing award and my dad has apologized to me way too many times over the years for not being there to see me win that award. And uh, so I guess I am, let me just say when the first time he ever apologized for it was probably maybe the day it happened and I forgave him then. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of to, to forgive um, my parents for, but I've, I've forgiven them over and over for that day. You know, my mom has not forgiven or has not asked for forgiveness for not coming to the award ceremony. It still hurts, <laughs> but that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, I guess I did have a pretty good childhood. It's probably why I didn't become a writer. I didn't have a messed up enough life. 
Anyway, well, that's a fun segment that we'll continue doing. It was fun. Thanks. It, it was fun. I'm, Did I, you just say thanks? Yeah, because I came up with it. <laughs> I want to thank, well, I want to thank uh, Lynn Gordon for um, creating this uh, 52 Things to Try Once in Your Life. Uh, and I realize uh, once we find out who has trademarked uh, the number 52, uh, we'll cut a check to you. Uh, that'll be the next thing I drop a bunch of dough on. You said it so many times. I know, I can't stop saying 52. Stop. How old will I be in 10 years? The two numbers that we must pay. <laughs> I was going to try to spread the blame around. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Um, it's a great movie. We uh, had a great new segment. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's over. So my name is Matt. And I'm Quinn. And this has been Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing. Uh, join us next time for uh, more, uh, more of the same.